Get You Fit with Irene, brand new radio show brought to you by Huntley Community Radio 101.5. Let me introduce myself first. I am very excited to come to you. Irene Cook, I am a resident of Huntley. I've been living here for 11 years, and I'm super excited to take part of this as a regular on a regular basis. I am a personal trainer, nutritional coach, and a life coach. I've lived in Huntley, like I said, for 11 years, and now I get to participate in getting to share all of my knowledge and education with the community based on all of the years of experience that I've had, and I'm super excited to share that with you. So before I start telling you uh, today's topic, which today's topic, by the way, is why America is so overweight, um, I kind of want to tell you a little bit about myself. So I've been in the industry now for, uh, gosh, close to 30 years. And what brought me uh, into this industry was the fact that I needed to lose some weight myself. So starting out as an elementary school teacher, I found that I was on the struggle bus and needed some help in losing weight. So I signed myself up for a gym membership and just needed to learn how to eat right and exercise. So on my path of doing that, I educated myself and ended up becoming a personal trainer. So those of you that uh, think that exercise is the only way to lose weight, well, I found out the hard way that that's unfortunately not the only way to lose weight because diet is also a really important part of weight loss. And because of that, I then found myself going back to school and becoming a nutritional coach. At that point in my career, I, I developed the uh, formula of weight loss being um, probably 40% exercise, 60% diet. Then that accumulated into uh, a different formula because mindset fell into it. And I went back to school to become a life coach because without the mindset element, you have really nothing. So my new formula is 50% mindset, 30% um, diet and 20% exercise. So with that being said, my motto is trust the process. So you really do have to have trust in the process with whatever you do, whether it is um, a nutritional plan, an exercise plan, or anything that you set your, set your goals to. So with this new radio show and as your radio host, I hope that I could share my experience and education and knowledge with you, my fans, and my followers. So with that being said, um, I would like to start talking about the first topic. Why are Americans so overweight? Over the years, our nation and our society has encumbered health and fitness as one of the most regularly seen 
things on our street corners. We have gyms everywhere. We have health food stores everywhere. Everybody seems to have a gym membership or two or three. In 2018, 35% of adults are obese. In 1970, 16% of adults were obese. So I ask you, why is there such an increasingly overwhelming boost in the number of Americans that have gained weight over the last 50 years? Like I just said, there's gyms everywhere. Being in the industry, I can tell you that when I started 20-some years ago, there were only a few gyms here and there. Now, there are gyms in every town. There are several gyms in every town. You can get a gym membership for under $20 a month. And this is why some people have more than one gym membership. Now, with technology and social media, you don't even need a gym membership. You can work out in your house. Yet, people seem to still be busting at the seams and overweight. Yet, our health standards have changed and it seems to be okay that people are on medicine and doctors are prescribing medication as a means of health care instead of health care being prescribed as a means of health care. There are 26.2 stickers on every car that you see on the roads. I ran my first marathon in 2004. I remember buying a hat at the expo that had a 26.2 logo on it, and I remember wearing it proud, and yet no one even knew what that meant. It was interesting to me wearing that hat so proud and people coming up to me left and right asking me what that meant. And nowadays, everybody knows what 26.2 means, but yet 35% of people are obese. Health food stores are permeated all over Randall Road, up and down. You can find health bars even at 7-Eleven. But yet, 43 million children under the age of 5 are obese. That's right, 43 million preschool-aged children are obese in our nation. 60% increase since 1990. It's pretty mind-boggling. So as I sit back as a mother of four and a personal trainer and a former elementary school teacher, I wonder, what are we doing that is causing this? So I did a little studying and I did a little research, and um, I, think I, I think I've kind of come to the conclusion as to, as to what could be the cause of this. So in my field, I work with people. Um, like I said, I'm a personal trainer. I actually also work with the Huntley Fire Department. Um, I go to all four fire stations and I train them. And, you know, I talk to people and they come to my, to, to my house because I have a private studio in my home. And I just kind of ask people, why do you think Americans are so overweight? And surprisingly, as I have been asking people, and I'll ask you before I I reveal to you what the, the real reasons are. To take a second, 
what do you think the answer is to that? Your answer may or may not be correct. And first, before I tell you what research says, I'll tell you what most people's answers were. Most people said because we have sedentary lives now. And years ago, we did not have sedentary lives. And believe it or not, that is a factor and it does have some truth. However, that is not one of the reasons why people are obese today. People are obese today because of our portion sizes. Did you know that the size of our dinner plate has increased in size by 50%? That is correct. In 1970, the average plate size in America was a 9 to 10 inch dinner plate. Do you know what the plate size is of today? It is 15 inches. And I am guilty of it as well. Because when I go to the store and I am shopping for new plates, I want the big ones. Because they're beautiful. And our dishwashers are built to accommodate those larger plate sizes. And when you go to restaurants, you better believe that you are telling your friends which restaurants are giving you the bigger portions. Because the last time I went to a restaurant that served me dinner on an 8-inch plate, I'm, I'm guessing the reviews at that, that restaurant are not that great. And think about that and think about it really, really good. And, and take a look. Take a look next time you're at Walmart. Take a look next time you're at Crate and Barrel. Those plate sizes are huge. The other really interesting factor is in Europe, their plate sizes remain to be 9 to 10 inches still. And these are facts. These are true facts. And these are facts that people don't look at unless you really, really, really want to get to the bottom of why Americans are so overweight. So that is a true, true reason. So, so let me ask you this. Why, why should it matter if your plate's so big? What, what, is that, what kind of correlation does that have with your, with your weight? Well, a couple things. Um, let's see. I don't know about you, but when I, ladies, ladies, and, and gentlemen, ladies, when you have a big purse, you fill it to the top, don't you? When I, when I carry a big purse, I don't, I don't even know how I manage it. I'm throwing my laptop in there. I've got dinner in there. I've got, I've got nail polish in there. I've got three different shades of lipstick. You fill it to the top. Guys, when you're, when you're driving a, a car with a big trunk, you have all kinds of junk in there because you could fill it. The same thing goes with your plate, and that is the bottom line. So bigger plate, you put more on it. And we are conditioned as a society to finish our plates. People that are of our age group, and I'm, I'll be 49 next month, so most people that grew up in the 70s and 80s are, were raised with the philosophy of, Finish everything off your plate. It is the truth. We were raised with that philosophy. And there have been studies done that researchers have followed adolescents, children and adolescents up through adulthood from families who were told to finish everything off your plate. And those people have grown up to finish everything off their plate. So they go to restaurants and they finish everything off their 15-inch plates.
So in a sense, we've been sort of programmed to do this. So being aware of this behavior is going to help. Um, using a smaller plate at home is going to help. Um, I can tell you that it's helped me. Um, if you're truly, truly hungry, you'll go back and you will fill your plate with a second helping. But we have, we have really, really um, distracted our view of what our feeling of full should be. Because instead of stepping away from the dinner table when we're full, we step away from the dinner table when our plate is empty. And that's really causing a distorted view of feeling full. So being mindful of that is going to help. It's definitely going to help. So that is one reason why Americans are so overweight. Hoping that you learned something there. Again, you're listening to WHRULP, Huntley Community Radio, 101.5 FM. Next reason why Americans are so overweight. Ready for this one? And I really hope this one changes you. Um, unfortunately, you are being misled by marketing. Every time you watch a commercial, every time you go to the store, you are being misled by marketing because they want your money and they know exactly what they need to do to get it. So they know that Americans are overweight. They know that people want to lose weight. It's a multi-million dollar business and they know what buzzwords to put on products. So marketing giants know that the words such as Greek yogurt and flax seeds and gluten-free and antioxidants, those are buzzwords right now. And, and, and our society right now is drawn to those words because people think that eating those products are going to cause them to lose weight. So marketing giants of the world are slapping those words on every product that's out there. And that does not mean that you're going to lose weight by eating those products. The only thing that's going to do is get you to buy those products. So let me explain something to you. Greek yogurt, for example. Greek yogurt's a great product. One cup of Greek yogurt, plain Greek yogurt, has 25 grams of protein and approximately 6 grams of sugar. It's a great source of protein. I highly recommend that you incorporate that into your diet. One cup of plain Greek yogurt. So most people dislike what plain Greek yogurt tastes like. It tastes very sour. It's bland. Um, it, it's got a very strange consistency, and most people don't like it. So what happens here is um, yogurt manufacturers has, have figured this out, and they have taken um, high fructose corn syrup and sugar, and they have created these amazing amazing Greek yogurts that taste just wonderful. And they have slapped the words sugar-free and Greek yogurt and healthy, low-fat, high-protein on the label. And people are buying them. Well, if you look at the label, you'll notice that the protein is 12 grams, which is half, the sugars are 20 grams, which is double. And if you look at the ingredients, 
you're getting sugar, you're getting corn syrup, and you're getting a lot of preservatives. So people are buying this and they are being misled. And they're eating this yogurt and they could be just eating candy instead. And I'm not trying to knock, I'm not trying to knock it because the, the, even the even the, the low sugar Greek yogurts with the corn syrup is they're still healthy. You're not you're not eating anything that's going to destroy you. But my clients will then come to me and be upset because they're not losing weight and they're eating Greek yogurt and they're eating bread with flax seeds and it's whole grain pasta. But they're being misled. And so my caution to you is to always still read the labels and just because something has the word detox on it that doesn't mean that it's going to necessarily um, help you lose weight or or lead you to the path of health in fact um, the word detox in my opinion is usually a red flag that you're being um, misled so you want to be really really careful um, not to be misled and you want to be really careful to read the labels and um, educate yourself because this is a moneymaker for um, in the industry and you don't want to be you don't want to be taken um, and you don't want your money to be taken so that is another really 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 big reason why people are overweight you're being misled so one more one more big one Let's see. Let's take another quick second in your head to think about what you think that is. All right. We're too busy. That's correct. We are too busy. We're very, very busy. But here's the big one. Yes, we're busy. We, we, we have very busy lives. We work. We work crazy hours. Our kids are in crazy sports. But guess what? For every busy event that we have, we have the convenience of technology to help us so that we can get things done. So let me, let me explain this. My grandmother lived to be 97. I was very fortunate to have her in my life up until two years ago. She raised five children. Five children. She worked. She was busy. And she had to go to the grocery store every day. She didn't even have a car. She had to either take the bus or walk to the grocery store to get flour and yeast and knead bread and wait for it to rise to make bread for her children to eat. Okay, we don't have to do that. We could just buy the bread and it's already sliced. And, and we can even buy meals that are, are halfway prepared. We, we have it made, people. I mean, we have appliances that we could throw ingredients in and, and push a button and walk away and, and come back in 20 minutes and, and our food is ready. So, so these are all excuses that, that we make. And, and when you really sit back and you think about the excuses that we make, it boils down to us being lazy. And we have become lazy and when you, when you stop and evaluate that and you think about the fact that we have become a society that's used to having things handed to us and that, and I'm guilty of it. I've done it before. I have picked up the phone and I have ordered pizza 
and it has taken an hour to get to my house and it has cost me $60 where I could have, I could have made dinner in, in 15 minutes. I mean, it makes no sense. Why do we do this? Um, we have crockpots, we have Instapots, we have, we have um, convenience foods that are basically put together for us. We don't even need cookbooks anymore. We have Pinterest, we have, we have Google, but yet we still fall into that trap of thinking we're too busy and we just need to prioritize and think there is nothing more precious than our health. And once you fall into that trap of thinking you're too busy, and your health starts deteriorating, it's really hard to get it back. And I know it's easy for me to preach how simple it is to put dinner on the table because I understand how to put dinner on the table, but I didn't always know how to put dinner on the table. And coming from the mouth of someone who has helped hundreds of people, and people come to me all the time, day in and day out, that don't have the skills to cook, and I give them the skills to cook and the knowledge to cook, it's life-changing. So I'm going to leave you with this. What can you do to help change your lifestyle to make yourself healthier? Create a plan. Grocery shop. There are grocery stores everywhere. Make a grocery list. You don't even have to make one on paper anymore. You could just... Hey Siri, make your list. Put it on your phone. Make your grocery store uh, shop. Um, you can even have your groceries delivered to your house. Read labels when you're out. Make sure that you're not being misled. Limit restaurant visits. Everybody loves to wine and dine, but it does affect your pocketbook and it does affect your waistline. Watch your portions. Make sure you're very cognizant over what you're putting on your plate and your plate size. Don't finish everything off your plate because you feel like you need to. Walk away when you're full, not just because you feel like you have to polish your plate clean. Be mindful. Oftentimes, people just don't weigh themselves because they don't want to face the music. Be mindful. Log your food. Keep track of what you eat. Be accountable to yourself. Be accountable to your family. Be accountable to your children. This is going to bring us back to those 43 million children that are under the age of five. Those children don't have accessibility to grocery stores, and they don't have accessibility to food. Those children are watching behaviors of their parents, and they're watching and copying those behaviors. So those children, your children, are watching, and they're seeing what you're doing, and it's going to make a difference. If they see you cooking in the kitchen, they're going to follow those behaviors. And if they see you reading those labels at the grocery store, they're going to follow those behaviors. And if they see you getting up and taking a walk after dinner and getting some exercise and some fresh air, you better believe that they are going to mock those behaviors and they're going to follow those behaviors and then they're going to get healthy. So those are my words for you. 
I hope that you understood them well, and I hope that I hope that it'll make a change in you. Um, hope you enjoyed the uh, radio show that I uh, provided for you today. If you need more information about uh, today's show, you can contact me at getyoufitfitnessandnutrition.com. Um, if you would like to uh, ask any questions or leave me a message, you can do so also on that page. And uh, my email address is also connected to that website. Thanks, Huntley. I will talk to you next week. Let's go. Make no excuses now. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. Let's go. Your time is running now. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. It's not about what you've done. It's about what you're doing. It's all about it.